You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon, Paragon. 7 Studios. about this over the weekend. Ohio State, well, not 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 Ohio State any longer, but Quinn Ears, who is the basically like the Trevor Lawrence of last year's recruiting class. He he enrolled at Ohio State. And he was the top prospect in the country. He's the biggest. If you go to rivals.com, Quinn Ewers, the the quarterback out of South Lake, Texas. He was the highest rated recruit ever. He was a 100 out of 100 recruit. So this guy's basically supposed to be Andrew Luck, Trevor Lawrence, John Elway. He's supposed to be the next Peyton Manning. That type of guy. Now, he enrolled in Ohio State because of name, image, and likeness. So he was going to go to Texas which he's from Texas. Texas is a is a is a well-traditioned school, even though they're going to get their arse kicked when they move to the SEC. They're they're going to get hammered by Alabama, Ampersand University again. So they they got away from Ampersand University, Texas A&M. Then they can have some from Auburn and Arkansas. And now you got LSU is going to be is going to be jumping bringing in coach Kelly. But Quinn Ewers, I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly. So he was a senior in high school. He actually graduated early so he could enroll in The Ohio State University where he wasn't going to play because C.J. Stroud is going to ultimately – Bryce Young won the Heisman over the weekend with that performance against Georgia. And how much of a – on a, on a sidebar, how much of a fraud is Georgia – doesn't follow college football like me. We kind of knew. Georgia played Florida. They played Tennessee. The SEC West, that's like NFL. The SEC East is, that's like the little sisters of the poor. Cincinnati wins the SEC East or competes in the SEC East. Ohio State, Michigan run the table in the SEC East. Those are bad teams. Missouri's a bad team. Florida's a bad team. Tennessee's a bad team. Kentucky's a mediocre team. South Carolina, I didn't even realize that South Carolina was still in the SEC. So they feasted on a bunch of on a bunch of tomato cans, and then they played Bama, and Bama is Bama. And as soon as as soon as Bryce Young hit Williams on that seventy yard bomb when they were down ten nothing, I was like, oh boy, here it goes. Because the perimeter speed that Alabama has on the outside, you just you just Georgia doesn't have enough perimeter speed to to match it. They got they got the bulk. Michigan has a lot of bulk, but to beat Alabama, you kind of got to be a finesse team to an extent. You you can't beat Alabama seventeen to fourteen. You got to be able to put up 30, 40, maybe even more to beat Alabama. That's why Ohio State reconfigured their team. They reconfigured their team to be more of a speed finesse team to beat Alabama and it backfired on them because in big 10 football, you're playing outdoors. It's 20 degrees outside and it's snowing, but Ohio state's not built for that. They're built to play on a neutral field on AstroTurf. 
But back to Quinn Ewers. So this kid left his school, left as a senior. So he graduated in three years, enrolled at Ohio State, wasn't going to play. Got name, image, and likeness deals north of a million dollars. So this kid made a million dollars or more as a student athlete off of his image. He's an elite prospect. He is the most coveted prospect in the country. Then, which I think was a boss move, and that's that's why I wanted to have this conversation. That's why I wanted to discuss on the show. Because people think a lot of people are only about free market capitalism when it benefits them. And when it doesn't, when it bites them in the arse, they're upset about it. Well, you got C.J. Stroud, who's a freshman who balled out, will probably be second in the Heisman this year. Queen Ewers was like, well, you know what? I'm going to enter the transfer portal. I never really wanted to go to Ohio State. I only went to Ohio State because it's a huge brand. And with the name, image, and likeness, my personal brand and Ohio State's brand equals me being a millionaire at 17. How can I hate on this kid? He worked the system. He should work the system. I'm proud of this kid. He's leaving Ohio State, but he won't go play anyway. He won't gonna, you're not gonna you're not gonna kick CJ Stroud to the curb after the type of season he's had. He's only a freshman. You got two more years, most likely. He's a retro freshman. You got two more years, most likely, of CJ Stroud. He's gonna compete for a Heisman. Michigan's gotta come to 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 CBUS next year. Michigan's gonna lose like eight seniors. They're gonna get beat 51 to 10 when they come to Columbus next year. C.J. Stroud is going to have five touchdowns. And the Ohio State University will be right back in the a, in a playoff picture next season. So Quinn Ewers, he gets now, he's entering the transfer portal. People are saying that back in play, he could end up back at Texas. He could end up at Texas Tech. He could end up at USC now that Lincoln Riley's there. You never know, LSU might want some of that action. He'll be the most coveted prospect in the transfer portal, but he never meant to suit up at Ohio State. Ohio State has like four or five four, four-star quarterbacks in their room. He was never at Ohio State to play football. He was there to get a name, image, and likeness deal and make as much money as possible. And I think that that's phenomenal. Even though I'd love to have him as a backup and love to be able to put him on ice for a couple of years, this kid worked the system to make North of a million dollars, guys, 18 and a millionaire. When I was 18, I was scrubbing toilets for 12 bucks an hour and happy for that job. This kid's a millionaire. And I think that it's spectacular. And the reason I brought it up is because people are all up in arms with the with the turnover in college football. People are mad that Lincoln Riley went to went to USC from Oklahoma. Who would stay in Norman, Oklahoma? And going to the SEC where you have to face Alabama every year. You got to face LSU every year because you'll be in the SEC West, right? So you got to play Alabama and LSU constantly. Who wants to deal with that? Who wants to deal with good Florida teams? They won't suck forever. Who wants to deal with Georgia? Who wants to deal with all of that? The gauntlet to get through the SEC to get to the national title game or 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 the playoff is the road to perdition. Why would you want to volunteer for that? When you could go to USC, live in Malibu in a $5 million house. My understanding is that Lincoln Rally is getting a private jet. He's getting unlimited private jet usage. He's getting, they're buying out his house, his properties in Oklahoma. He's getting this, this outrageous house in Southern California. 
basically they're giving him the the ranch. They're giving him everything. And you're in you're in the Pac-12. Utah won the Pac-12. You think that Utah, you think that someone's gonna go to Utah or Oregon if you have Lincoln Riley and they're fighting for the same quarterback, they're fighting for the same running back, wide receivers, any any elite offensive players, you think that they're not gonna go to to SC as opposed to going to Utah or Colorado? Now Arizona State, I wouldn't the 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 beautiful co-eds when I was on KDUS and covered Arizona State football, there 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 were some extremely gorgeous women at ASU. So if I was if I was a lead athlete, I might go to ASU. I've heard I've heard stories about James Harden during his time at ASU. I can't speak of them publicly because I don't want to get sued, but I've heard stories and I've seen ASU's campus and I've been to events down at ASU. And if I was in the prime of my life in a, in a single man, that might that might actually trump going to the NFL, in my opinion. I'd rather, I'd rather be NFL off the field, Hall of Famer off the field, than a Hall of Famer or All-American on the field. But I digress. This kid used Ohio State. Lincoln Riley used Oklahoma to get to a better job. Brian Kelly he was at Notre Dame for 12 years. He's left Notre Dame in much better shape than Notre Dame was when he got there. People are mad. Brady Quinn's mad. Everyone's upset that he left. Why would he not leave Notre Dame to go to LSU? LSU's better weather. Better atmosphere. SEC, best players. Louisiana has the most college football D1 athletes per capita. Why would you stay at Notre Dame where everyone has to have a 15? You got to find you got to find somebody that runs a 4-4 four, four to play free safety and they got to have a 1500 on their SAT. What free what what elite genius person would launch themselves into another human being that weighed 220 pounds and run ran a 4-4? Four, four? That's oxymoronic. To go to Notre Dame you got to be brilliant. And you have to be elitely talented. So why, why, why not go to LSU? Or you barely have to read to get into LSU. If you get a 700, it's like, it's like on uh, Boys in the Hood where, where Ricky just needed a 700 to, to, to get into, into school, which ironically was, was USC. Only, you only need a 700 to play at LSU. Ohio State is not as great of a school as Michigan, but you can't, you can't be turnip truck dumb and play for Ohio State. If you can spell your name, you can count to 10, you can play for LSU. These are better jobs. It's business. College football is business, just like the NFL is business. When Jimmy Johnson left the Hurricanes to go to to Dallas and, and coach the Cowboys, that was business. Mobility is very important. I wouldn't be sitting in the seat that I'm sitting in if not for mobility. I personally, when, when I was sick and had Lyme disease and had to start my life over, I went from being an analyst to being a vice president in four and a half years because I moved from Nashville to Seattle, Seattle to Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh to Phoenix. If I hadn't made those moves, I'd still be just getting into a senior manager position. And then once I became a VP, I made other moves. Now I have my own business. I always wanted to do radio full-time. I made the moves. I saved the money. I invested in Paragon 7 Studios, and now I'm doing that. Mobility and free market capitalism is what makes America special, what makes America great. Why shouldn't Quinn Ewers have the opportunity 
to make a million dollars or more off of his name and image. He's the one that has the rocket arm. He's the one that can read a defense. He's the one that's played elite football in high school, making him the top prospect in the country. So he used Ohio State. Ohio State used him. If C.J. Stroud had torn his ACL, Quinn Ewers would have played this year, and then he would have stayed at Ohio State most likely. Maybe he still would have went back to Texas. But it's business. People got to get out of their feelings. People take better jobs. If you're listening, you've been in the same job for 20 years, that's a you problem. I think that we should applaud Quinn Ewers for what he did. It burned my Ohio State Buckeyes, but we got, we, got, we got so many great quarterbacks and great people in the roster. I'm not losing one week of sleep over Quinn Ewers entering the transfer portal. Paragon 7 Studios. I ain't snitching on nobody from Harlem, man. I give you a couple cats down in D.C. doing their thing, out of town doing their thing, but um, I'm not snitching on nobody in Harlem because when I come home, I'm still going to be the king. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. We begin searching for ways to not only feed, not only bridge the access to food, but how can we fight disease? Quite naturally, that required, it was a must that we figure out how to get fresh produce, crisp greens, leafy greens, and fruits and herbs and vegetables directly to the front door of those families that needed it the most. And so, we finally come out with a solution. And we call that Full Cart Fresh. We have teamed up with some of the, the greatest people in America, our American farmers. And through working with a collaborative of farmers across multiple states, we have created Full Cart Fresh. So imagine this, you're at a farm, the produce is picked and prepared, and it's boxed in a Full Cart Fresh box at the farm and then through our shipping and logistics uh, program we ship directly from the farm directly to the front door of the most vulnerable families in america we have got families and seniors and children around the country who are hungry and as well as hungry are really managing and coping with serious illnesses and diseases. So come along, help us. Help feeding children everywhere through our Full Cart program and the launch of our new Full Cart Fresh. Help those families in need. Paragon 7 Studios. Welcome to Just John and April, the relationship podcast, your place to level up your relationship. Yeah. Lance J Radio Network. Excited to be here with you again this evening. Yes. Or this morning. <laughs> whenever it is. Because we're supposed to be changing times. You know that, right? Hopefully. Yeah. Yes. That's what they're saying. Yeah. We're on WOL in D.C., and we've been on Wednesday nights at 7 o'clock every week. And I believe we might be changing. So you'll see. You'll, you'll hear about that pretty soon. So. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, uh, babe, we just got back home. We literally just got back off the road. I shouldn't say the road. We were in the air. We yes, were out of the in air. Miami, Florida. We did a, a weekend, uh, I don't know, relationship retreat. Mm-hmm, and this mm-hmm. is our first in-person thing that we've yes. done since COVID. 
It was a little weird. It was a little at weird. At first, well, for me, it was a little weird. Like, I had to get used to that again. Yes. Now, let's first say that but it was a great experience. It was an excellent experience. People took I realized, care of us. okay, listen, the people were awesome. Oh, so, yeah. you know, great. that part was great. Yes. It was just like getting back into. It was weird it's very dealing with different. real people again in real person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's very different than being at home in your own studio. Correct. Yeah. With, <laughs> with uh, like right now, you guys exactly. see these nice tops. You don't see what's on the bottom, though. <laughs> You have it's no because, idea what's on the bottom. It's because we wear sweats all the time. <laughs> Look, I did not wear pants the entire oh pandemic. It was sweats every <laughs> single day. Or yoga pants, which I'm not I supposed to in, say online. I, but, you, know. I was, you did have on yoga pants. I had on yoga pants. I have yeah. on yoga pants now. Like, so I, do I'm I. Wearing, right now. I wear yoga pants all the time. Exactly. Okay. Except at work. Except at work. And it was so hard because when I first went back, we were like, can we wear yoga pants? Because No, you cannot. Thank you. Know. you. <laughs> And people were like, maybe. No, they were like, no. That's yeah, they were like, no. So we did not do that. Okay, but. so here's here's the question. All right, so guys, we're coming. So we back. come back from Miami. We're, we're in the airport. No, is it on the way to there? Yes. Was it in the it airport on the, on the way there? But it was okay. once we got there. You're right. You're right. Okay, we get to Miami. Yes. We're in the airport and we're waiting on our bags. And April goes to the bathroom. Actually, both of us did. Mm-hmm. We both went to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Okay. April when comes I come out, out of the bathroom. I was like, babe, did you notice how clean the bathrooms were? Okay, this is the, isn't this the Fort Lauderdale airport that we flew into? Yes, and apparently you felt like this is the cleanest bathroom you've ever been in your I life. was just like, what? I mean, in an airport, I was like, whoa, what in the world? I mean, and they said over the speaker, like while I was in the bathroom, they said over the speaker, um, we pride ourselves in having a clean facility. And I, I was like. I didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, wow, you do, guys. This is so nice and clean. Yeah. So I come out, and I'm all excited. I'm like, babe, did you, was your bathroom clean? And I was like, I didn't notice. I was like, you didn't notice? What do you mean you didn't <laughs> notice? How do you not notice when a public restroom is clean? Like, how do you not notice that? How do you not come in and see that there's no crud on the seat <laughs> you know there's no crap on the on right. the floor right well and well, you don't notice that okay, in so a public restroom you don't notice when it's actually clean this is the thing so it turns out men tell me if you're like this too i think most <laughs> men are the same way we only notice a really 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 dirty bathroom and usually only if we have to go to number two so if the bathroom is disgusting, if it smells when you first walk in, like it, like like you get assaulted, like your nostrils get assaulted <laughs> by the smell of urine or something like that when you first walk in, you'll notice that. But so your nostrils actually have to get assaulted to know to notice yeah, stench. Yeah, I guess what I'm saying is, if it's regular, there's a certain amount of stench that we expect in a bathroom, just because it's a bathroom. No, right? it's because it's a men's bathroom. Whatever, whatever. The because point I is, I cannot stand walking into men's. <laughs> oh my god, the smell. Why are you I'm walking like, into men's bathroom? How? That's what I want to know. Well, I've had to a few times in my life. Yeah. My, my, po- my point is we don't notice stuff like that. And, and this oh is the thing. I think it's different for us than it is for you. I'm assuming men and women are different here. And I think it's because for you ladies, every time you go, you have to use a stall. You have to you know, manage a, 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 a toilet. You know, There's all kinds of things. You have your purse. There are things you have to worry about. Yeah. So all of that stuff. For us as men, especially if you're just going to use the ur- urinal, you just stand in front of something. You unzip. You do your thing. Yeah, you go I wash your hands. Man, you're out. Okay, but if I was a man and I had to go and stand in front of a urinal, I would look and say, 
hmm, is this urinal yellow? You know, has it been cleaned? Is it, you know what I'm saying? If so, I go up to the urinal and it's brown, there's a lot of other things I'm at play. not going to be happy. There's several other things at play, so. right? So listen, listen. First of all, first of all, men, we're just trying to get in and out. We just want to be done. Secondly, there's all kind of other men lined up beside you. So you're not like looking around like that. I don't know that. how y'all do that. You're, you're, men beside you? Yeah, it's a guy, there's a guy to your left and to your right. I, and there are rules. Okay. There are rules okay, about what you're supposed rules. to do with that okay. situation. So, so you, you can't you look at each look other. You just look straight. You're, okay. not, you're not looking okay. at each other. Well, I'm it's saying, <laughs> I hope not, but I, do y'all talk? No, like I'm talking to nobody in the urinal. I'll be in my stall. No. She'll be in her stall. We talk across we don't do stalls. That. No. Okay, y'all don't do that. Don't okay. Do that. No, unless it's me and John John. Like, you know, we're already in there together. So okay. it's my son. So yeah, it's problem. different. But okay. you don't talk to a strange guy while you're urinating <laughs> in the urinal in the bathroom. So I'm just saying, I and think you, it's different. And the rule is you don't look at each other. Like, you don't go beside each other and say hi you know while why? you're standing. You know why? Because you could accidentally get a glimpse, and that's not a good thing. Oh. Live from Washington, D.C., you are listening to Just John and April. On the Lance J Radio Network. Okay, babe, so I got something else for you today. Something else that is of interest, I believe. I think you're going to love this. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you already know that the internet has been dragging KD. You you know, KD is Kevin Durant. Listen. You know that. You're talking to me or you're talking to me? I'm them? talking to you. I know you're not talking to me. Uh, okay, you are. I know you didn't just say KD is great. You know that, right? Well, I, I know you didn't saying. just say I, that. I, I'm asking, did you know they were dragging him? Of course. Okay, so listen, so, I have seen the pictures. <laughs> okay, so 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 you already saw you already saw the joint online. He he basically I don't know how first of all, I don't know who's responsible for this picture, but I'm almost positive it's another NBA player. It's gotta be. It's because it's so close. So somehow somebody <gasps> got a glimpse. I'm, oh we're looking at the picture goodness. right now on my phone. April's going I'm crazy. Just, I mean so, I'm, every time I see it, I respond <laughs> that way. Because so some, it, somehow somebody got a glimpse of of a piece of Kevin Durant Durant's leg that was exposed. Uh, between his sock and his like thing yoga that he wears, pants. his yoga pants <laughs> that he wears under, yeah, under his shorts, right, right, <laughs> and and it's so ashy, it's like cracked, and so people go crazy over it. Now, when, very alligatory. Yes, yes, yes. Now, now, what I'm looking at now, though, it's even worse. Uh, okay, the the title of this meme is "Katie has the worst self care in history," and then like Aww. five cry faces, Poor but cry. That's laughing faces. These aren't laughing faces. This is actually crying. <laughs> and and so they have a picture of like mm. him from beneath his chin looking mm-hmm. up, mm-hmm. and you can see his beard. And then there's a picture of his hair like in the back, like kind of unbrushed and unkempt. And then there's the picture that everybody knows already. Of his exposed alligator leg. Okay. <laughs> and and this this is what it says, the caption. No lotion, no brush, no moisturizer, no Carmex. This man really just wakes up in hoops. <laughs> okay, now now Aww, this particular thing baby. was shared in a group chat that I'm in. Yeah. And one of my friends said, Katie needs a girl. Mm. This would never happen if he had a woman. Mm. So I brought this to you because I want to know from you as a woman, do you agree? Do you think that the reason why KD is having all these self-care issues is because it does not have a lady in his life? Do you think that a woman in your life would automatically resolve that particular issue if you had it? I, I would say a woman in your life would definitely resolve it, yes. Okay. Okay. I would also say that... Um, you, you, what was the first question you said? Does Katie need a woman in order to... Well, well I, that wasn't really the question, I, okay, but that was a suggestion, th- This right? is a suggestion. I think yes. that if he had a woman, it would he would not be actually okay. like that. <laughs> now, does he have to have a woman to do that? He shouldn't. Right. But I know for a fact that if he did, his woman would tell him, babe, you got to get some userin. <laughs> <laughs> 
He don't need no no vino. He needs some eucerin. <laughs> okay. So the thick guy, like the the oh, paste. Oh, the, the like, paste. <laughs> yes, he needs the paste. Okay, so because you have to heal that now. You're right. His that skin is, is, is cracked. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's actually it's it's actually that's broken. Not, that's more than ash. That's what I'm saying. It has turned. Okay, but you said something. So now el- he has to heal. It. You said something else to me before the show. Mm-hmm. You made a comment about his mom. Well, I was just thinking because I know Katie and his mom are tight. Right, he yes. loves his mama, he honey. Does. He loves his he mama. She's the real and, MVP. Oh yeah, and when I see her, she just looks like a mama that's gonna be. Oh, uh, uh-uh, honey, you better go get some lotion on them legs. Right. Like she looks like a mama. <laughs> right, right. So I mean, she's at every game. She's, I mean, not right. every game, but she used she, to be. She, I mean, yeah, she basically. Around. Yeah. She's at every game. You don't notice that his legs. <laughs> you don't notice his head. Like, what's up with the hair? Now I get if you're growing it out, right. you're preparing for a cut, yes. some special thing, and maybe that's yeah. what he's preparing for. I, I don't know. It's been a long it's time. It's been that way. The, it's been a long career. time. Yeah. But I, I just feel like maybe his mama is one of those mamas that, that don't do that. But well, she seems like one who does. I agree with you. I, I'm, so I'm, I'm very surprised. surprised that she would not say. She's also the type that comes to his rescue when he's getting trolled like that's this. That's true. So, so we got to look and do some research <laughs> to find out what she's doing now. Okay, Listen, so. Listen, and she a black mama too? Listen, yeah, oh, black mamas real, will tell deal. you to put some right. some lotion on them knees. <laughs> <laughs> now his knees might be fine. That no, wasn't the, the knees part we are saw. not, babe. If the ankles are like that, it wasn't the his knees. ankles. That was like his shin or something. <laughs> because his ankles are covered by the socks. Okay, this is like between. This is like below the knee and a Above the ankle. Then there's no way the, the knees. The no, there's no way the right. knees are not white. You're probably right. The knees are white. Okay, so this is the part of the conversation that I want to have because <laughs> the thing is, you said earlier you don't think a woman should have to do that, but you feel pretty confident that if he had a woman, he wouldn't be having these issues. So I think back to myself, mm-hmm. and I think back to me before I really started liking girls. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, eight to nine, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. There were some things that I cared about with my appearance that I didn't even really think about. Because I'm, you know what being a guy is like? Mm-hmm. Okay, No, I don't. You don't. You don't. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, my father used to make fun of us when we were kids, and he would say to me and Paul uh, something about us not showering because it's Sunday. Yeah. That was a pretty normal thing. Okay. I wasn't showering every day necessarily as a kid. I wasn't thinking about it. You had to, like, make me shower. Yes, your mother had to make you shower. Yeah. Especially when she smelled the stench across right. the Right, I didn't even smell that. Like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Right, I'm like, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> so I'm saying, that, that's what it's like to be a guy. I think, I think there are areas of hygiene John, and taking care of ourselves to, that we probably wouldn't do automatically if, if we didn't have women. So I'm going to go back was, and say it that. W- it was when I started a, liking girls that I started caring about how okay, I smelled, how was, I looked, and all that kind of stuff. You're, you had to be reminded to take a shower when you were a boy. Yes, that's true. Okay. Once you become a man. But, but this is the thing. The thing that changed me, for me at least, in my mind, I started to become more of a man when I started really liking girls. Yeah, yeah. So to me, so maybe that was you, always the motivation. So you're saying because Katie don't have a girl, he don't care. Probably. Does he That's, not have a girl? I have no idea. I don't think he has a girlfriend. Okay. I this is what I was gonna say though. I think that, you know, guys, you don't you never hear a guy say, I don't need a woman. I, I rarely hear a guy say I hear women say I don't need women a man. Women say more all the time, yeah, I don't need true. no man, da da. Right, da. Right, right. I don't ever okay. hear a man. I've I i do not think I've ever heard a man say I don't need no woman. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.
When I'm not doing the health cast, I consult for many startups and ACOs who are new to the healthcare business. Episource serves Medicare, commercial, and Medicaid plans with an experienced risk adjustment team that cares about results and building partnerships. With the largest health plans and healthcare organizations as clients, Episource aims to obtain the best medical chart retrieval rates, the highest coding accuracy, and the maximum level of project satisfaction. For information on Episource, go to www.episource.com and fill out one of their contact forms to request a demonstration.